I mean, the the first weeks came out for Big Sean and Takashi. Oh, that's right. They're they're finally I'm, done, and so Big Sean he so he did a one hundred and ten thousand. Okay. I bet. Yeah, I mean that's pretty solid. Yeah, it's pretty solid. It's a pretty good you know, start. Could I mean could be better? I mean some artists are definitely could be better, but for like for the stature that he's at. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, he used to be like that number four guy when it was like Drake, Kendrick, Cole, uh-huh. and Big Sean. I thought he was like, like that four man, and so like a hundred thousand, it's good for. It's good. Is it's good for like a up and coming. Yeah, he's already established. He's already established. He's been in the game for, I want to say, like at least 10, more than 10 years for sure. Yeah, Yeah. it's probably around 10 in the game now. Yeah. At this point. 100,000. I don't know. People, I guess, just aren't rocking with him no more like that. I don't know. Yeah, or like, I mean, we haven't seen him in a while. And then, like, I can't even think of a single they put out before. This, I'm really. trying to think. Like, what was the, the latest single? The, the latest single, hit single that he had. For me, I, I want to say is, I, I don't fuck with you. Oh man, is that the late? Is that the last one? Uh, I mean, no, I mean like I, on his last be. project. Let me see. Yeah, he he did have a last. He did have a project before that. Maybe I'm just thinking too far. And I, can't I mean, that was like of. his last like mega hit style like, yeah, type thing. Definitely. Um, yeah, his last project was that 2016, 2017. It was after Dark Sky Paradise. Dang, that I decided. Out. That's what. Oh, was I, decided. I decided. That's right. No, yeah, and I'm be honest, like that one. That just one. Didn't. That one kind of flopped too, didn't it? A little bit. I mean, like it. I can't really think of any of the songs that really stuck with me. Yeah, that was like Jump Out the Window. I like that one. Uh huh. Um, Bounce Back was cool. Bounce Light was put oh, on the yeah. radio with Jeremiah. I forgot bounce back. Like yeah, Jeremiah. Yeah. Okay, so I had a few, yeah, hits hits on there. Halfway off the balcony, voices in my head. Those ones are alright. Like sacrifices with Migos. That was a big one. Mm. But also like none of those were on the same level as I don't fuck with you. Yeah, no, he didn't have any break like big, you know, breaking numbers on yeah know, these singles. Um, but his last album, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was too bad. Um, there's a few songs where I'm like, "Man, what are you? What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Man, what are you like? What is he?" Uh, what I got from the album, at least the songs that I listened, to, I listened to most of the album. I probably didn't listen to like four or five songs, mm. but it was just about kind of like how he's. Um, I don't know. I I can see him like maturing. No, definitely. In his music, like he's talking about different things. Yeah, he's talking about some um, real stuff, kind of like going on. Yeah, uh, his, his current situations, whatnot. Uh, and I just like I like how what he did, just like kind of putting on all of Detroit. Like he, that, really, he really putting the city on his back, though. Say what you want. That was my favorite one when he had that big, like cipher, I guess you would call it, with all the Detroit rappers. Yeah, that was that was cool. The Friday night cipher. Yeah. Nah, was yeah see, I mess I mess with that. That was like yeah. I like he would all did her thing on there and came cap like. Yeah, that was that was good. She he did her thing. He did thing on that. Only down for Bro. female artists. Yeah. Well, let's see, uh, Takashi Six Nine. How did he do? What did he? <laughs> I know he's mad that uh, he didn't get the numbers he wanted. I mean, yeah. I mean, how t- bad could it have been? Takashi went like 
Triple styrofoam, really. Triple styrofoam. <laughs> I mean, Woo-hoo. like he sold fifty five thousand. What? And I mean. 20, 29,000 was from pure sales. Right. So, I mean, you know, half of it, like a little bit less than half of it was just like bundles. I mean, everybody's doing bundles, so I'm not going to completely discredit him, but 29K in pure sales. 29K. That's tough out So, here. what do you think went wrong with that? Why do you think his numbers aren't producing the same numbers as he did with his last albums? Or how come so he came out with like that one Google song that broke the YouTube streaming record like as, as soon as he got out of uh, I prison mean, he's, he got like millions of views I can't even I don't know how J. much J. Cole said it best for himself niggas they pay for their streams it's the machines that are that's true the machines are making it seem like you know they're doing big numbers but sales don't lie hmm. I mean they do lie but pure sales don't that's only 29,000 in pure sales I mean like I just think everything about him is so gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. Like, he used to, his old music, you know, he was spin some hard shit. I mean, it wasn't true, clearly. No. But <laughs> but it made, you, it made you feel like he was living that life. And this this stuff, like, he can't even spin any hard shit. I haven't listened to it at all. It's, I don't even, you, you don't have to waste your time, really. Yeah, see, I don't want to waste my time listening to him. Is anybody really, is he really surprised that he didn't sell that much when he came out with an album called Tattletales. Exactly. Like, like come on, dude. If, every, snitching, like, if everybody is already on your head about snitching and then you're going to come out with an album right. talking about how you snitching, do you really think people are going to be rocking with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, who's bumping Tattletales? Who's bumping Tattletales? I don't know. That shit is rough. And like, I don't know, because he's got that song... Um, Trolls on here with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like, you know, another record breaking. That was like supposed to be song his song. one or something like that. Right. And so that's probably carrying the whole album because that's usually what happens is those sales count for the uh-huh. album too. Yep. And then, I mean, he's got that song with Akon locked up part two. Really mm. corny. They should not have even dropped so that. So corny. And so then corny. he's got academics on the song. I didn't. I didn't even get to that point. I stopped. He's got listening. academics on the song. Yeah, I didn't like get to DJ that point. academics. DJ academics. Little little act. No, not little act. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> he really yeah. said, okay. All no, right. yeah, but I didn't even get to the, to that song. And academics, low key, he said it was fire. But I mean, he's on the song, so now I'm a little skeptical gonna, to yeah. to as if it's fire or not. But like, do you think his you think his career's over? Uh yes, I think his career is over. I think six nine is over with. He did, he got he got the clout he wanted, but people are recognizing that he doesn't really have that much talent, and yeah. that and that he doesn't stay true. He doesn't to, stand for anything. Yeah, he doesn't stand for anything. He's not with the culture like that. Like nobody brags about snitching. Who? Yeah. Like, he had to do a whole like press run with a bunch of YouTubers because nobody in hip hop would interview him. Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm so, sure. Like that was, <laughs> that was how he got to get in. I mean, like on one end, I see him trying to hustle to try to yeah turn his career around, and but it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, and he all he can do is stuff that's gimmicky at this point. Uh huh. I mean, his stuff's already been gimmicky from you know when he started. I felt like it was all. Like I didn't feel like he was really about that life that he was rapping about. I felt like nah, it was all yeah. gimmick, you know. He wasn't. It was just hard. Music yeah, was hard. It was just hard. It was just something to listen to. Um, which I feel like is. I mean, a lot of rappers do that now. You know, yeah. they just put out music to listen to the jam to. Yeah. You know, for the party or whatever. To, yeah. yeah, but 
I don't know, six nine. He just he, he fell off ever, ever he since the mark because you can't yeah. be the guy that he used to be. Nope. And now he has to like do like a whole bunch of bubblegum music. Yeah. I just think the craziest one is just that one with Akon. I don't know what. <laughs> that one was so. Why did Akon agree to that? For why real. would he say, "Yeah, man, take my you know yeah, classic, take my classic, hit, take my yeah. classic, and just go ahead and it. just water it down with your bullshit." Like, right? That doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, but I mean, you see, you see what Akon's doing with making his own city. Whew. Yeah, let's talk about that. Akon is making his own city in Africa. Yeah, uh, in his hometown. In his hometown, and he's going. And he's having in Senegalese or whatever, and it's uh-huh. going to be a city that they're building up. It's going to be ready. I think he said it was going to be ready in like. 2025 2026 you could start like living there and moving there and all that stuff mm-hmm. and they're starting their own cryptocurrency hmm and what is it called the A-Coin yeah A-Coin yeah but I don't know because I don't know who is I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out who his business partners are yeah because uh, what we were talking about the other night his net worth yeah, um, Akon's net worth is somewhere around like five million. Yeah, you want to look that yeah, up real man. quick. According to to Forbes, according to Forbes, <laughs> he's he's worth eighty million. Eighty mil. Okay. Yeah. Eighty mil, which is rich. It's richer than most of us. But not rich enough to build a city. But how much was the city? Um, some like five billion. Or it was it was in the billions for sure. Um, so you got to think. Who's out here? Who's doing this business venture with him? Who's who's sponsoring this city, right? But we but we know who's working with him. Yeah, it was six billion. It six, was six billion? billion. Yeah, and I was I was searching like some of the people that are, are funding with him. They're like, they seem kind of like ghosts almost. Like you can't even figure out what they're worth or what they look like, and even just a little bit of information about them. Hmm. And then. It just seems like he might be working with China, who's trying to buy all parts of Africa. China, if you guys do not know, our listeners, is trying to buy out Africa right now. That is what is happening right now. Um, they're, so what, what's happening is that we, they're working with Akon, China, and is going. they're going to build this city, have you know this cryptocurrency, um, very well known currency in China uh, and you know they're just trying to they're trying to push their they're trying to push the Africans out they're gonna move everybody from China into Africa um, it's pretty scary and the, the crazy thing is like Chinese people hate black people they hate the Africans that come there but they're doing they're actually doing a lot of more propaganda in, in like China to yeah. make Africa seem like good place to live like you know there's more value in there but they they are definitely investing in major parts of Africa mm-hmm. about 10 billion dollars in 2014 and now like their their business with Africa has grown to 220 billion so like they they are really uh mm. buying up lots of land in there and stuff like that okay so yeah I got a I got a big problem but, with that but at the same time, what Akon's doing for like, I mean, he's put, built electricity and stuff in there, which that was yeah. that was him working bilaterally with with like people in China too. Yeah. Um, but like, he's trying to build up that city, so I can't really knock him, you know? Okay. 
that makes like sense. He's like doing a good thing. But I just don't think that everybody involved. Yeah, has he, the best interest. He has the, you know, he has good interests. He's got the right intent. I'm not sure what other people's intentions are. Who's working with him? You know, what to me it sounds like. China is going to try to take over Africa. That's what I think. That's like, what, it's like they're going to try to move monopolies. They're going to try to move all their people, you know, all the Chinese people to Africa and settle there, colonize Africa. You know, it's it, Africa throughout history has just been raped and pillaged. Just raped, pillaged for everything they have, and it's still going today. You know. It's it's crazy. It started with you know the Europeans and now got you know Chinese and I don't know. They, I don't know if there's something to be done about that. Like what does what can Africa do so that doesn't happen? Like what can they? I don't know. There is it's just the problem is like their economy is so small. Yeah, their economy is. They're kind of so small. So you, I mean, when you're the small, when you're the little fish, you can kind of get bought out. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's what's happening too. And so that's I feel like that's just kind of what's going on right now. But um, hmm. pray for Africa. Yeah, pray for Africa, bro. On this uh, day of 9/11, mm. never forget Bush Day. Bush Day. Hey, all buildings matter. <laughs> that's what I gotta say. That, hey, why? Are, that. <laughs> why on this? Why on this day, 9/11, are we? Remembering these two buildings. Yeah, you must never forget 9-11. And, okay, and the, the 2,000 people who died, but I, all lives matter. All buildings matter. You get what I'm saying? But you got to forget about slavery when 200 million... Oh, yeah, forget it, Forget about that. Hey, that's, that's in the past. We're going to forget about slavery. Just, yeah. You know, we're... He, I've seen the, I've seen this meme. People send it to me all over Facebook. I get these ridiculous Facebook Facebook fights. It's like those are the oh, best. That's why I stay off of Facebook. I know. I really need to start stay off of Facebook. I feel like an old man every time I uh, argue with somebody on there. But people will send me some like oh black people wanting reparations from white people who never owned slaves and black people are the ones that like never went through slavery or, or whatever. I'm like man. So it's, that's what I'm saying. Like they just want us to forget about it. They don't understand the consequences of history and how everything is a domino effect. How history affects the yeah. present. Yeah. The nice. past. You know. So that's what a lot of people aren't seeing. Exactly. It's really hard. Um, it's just crazy because, like, I mean, you saw at the beginning of the uh, Chiefs and the Texans game, mm -hmm. they were all linking arms. Was that the beginning? It was. That was the end of the game. I thought that was not. No, I thought they linked arms at the beginning and they kneeled at the end. Oh, that might have. Yeah, I think that might have been what happened. That they linked up. Like they started off. Yeah, they did. The, they did show the their unity so they could before they played, which is not a problem. Like I don't. There's no problem with that. And then at the end of the game, they all took a knee. At the end of the game, and then no you flag, have right. No nothing. No no disrespect whatsoever, but people are still booing. Still booing. You get thousands of fans booing. You know, after their home team just won, they're gonna boo them because of what they're standing for. Yeah. Like, come on. Nothing that has it has to do with nothing with football. It has nothing to do with the flag. You can just literally walk they're out still the mad because yeah, you can literally you don't have to look. You can walk out the stadium. You don't have to look at all any of that. 
yet people are still upset and you know whining and complaining that you know oh what are what are these NFL players what are these professional athletes uh, taking a knee for they got it good they got it it's like it's not the black struggle comes at all classes exactly before anything before they're a professional athlete before whatever they are they're gonna they're a black man Mm -hmm. and guess what you don't have to be black to support the black plight exactly yeah, that's 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 actually really important. You say that that yeah. you don't have to be black in order to support the black cause. For real, you like and you like watching them, and now you want them to shut up when they speak up against right. injustice. Shut up and dribble. Shut up and shut up and hike the ball. Hike the ball. Make you know, that catch, tackle. Right. They, they want to see you put your life out there. Risk your life. Risk your life. Your health. But when it comes to a good cause for your people. They don't want to hear about none of that. They want you to do it so quiet that they don't even know about it. Yeah. That's it, the best way that you can protest. Exactly. Is if nobody sees it. They want to, you know, we're all right with rap music on how, you know, we're going to kill one another or whatnot. But, you know, Rick Ross, as soon as he mentions about, you know, day rape, oh, now, he's, now he loses his deal with Adidas or Reebok. Reebok? Lots of deal with No, yeah, Reebok? people are just pulling out his deals. It's like, this is bad for business. We don't... Like, are you serious? Like, he, so he can rap about anything else. You, know, you can rap about shooting, killing, robbing other other brothers, but as soon as he talks about day rape, putting Molly in somebody's drink, now the world is ending. Like, what, what is that? What, what are, where do we cross the line? You know, where, where's the line? Um, I mean, there I mean, like, the music industry is all for violence against black people, for sure. Of course. They'll never draw the line there. Mm. But anything besides that, then that's when it becomes a problem, for sure. Facts, facts. And it's funny how a lot of people will say that this is just what they're rapping about today. But they've been rapping about this since the beginning of hip-hop. They've been rapping about, you know, the black struggle... And you know what it's like to live in the hood since the beginning of hip hop, and I think you know hip hop now has stayed to its core values today. And, it, and the core values, I believe, is peace, love, unity, and having fun. Mm-hmm. I think MDM, MDMD said it the best. I was at a um, concert with my dad, and they're talking about you know what the true values of hip hop are. And that's stuck with me ever since. Peace, love, unity, and having fun. And I feel like we get that in every type of music and every artist mm-hmm. today. And like, like yeah. Chance the Rapper. Like Chance the Rapper. <laughs> My nigga Chance. Like like Chance, you know? Um, <laughs> that new song that he That new stripper joint he, he put out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Chance. I don't wanna hear you rap about this. I, like if I'm at a strip club. And I hear Chance's voice. I'm walking right out. <laughs> like, what's I'm going walking on, out. Sir? I'm like, all right. 
I don't want an 11 year wife Right, right. But I didn't like that either <laughs> Man. Go back to talk about Please go back to acid rap Go back to acid rap Where you're depressed And talk about taking drugs Please And I actually need an acid rap too That was super iconic That's what I was waiting for That's Oh my god. That's when I thought That Chance was gonna be Like that guy Yes That he could You know Be like in the top mm-hmm. At least the top 10 discussion For sure like he was really moving the needle when it came to when it came to like quality of music and just being unique and stuff like that and representing especially for sh- Chicago artists especially for Chicago rap uh, artists and, yeah I you know, was working with Kanye he said he's never going to fail man 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 did he the big day whoo man so I I was like when when Chance dropped that mixtape with um the social experiment. What was that called? I, just, I think it was I called Social Experiment. I was going to say, I, yeah. I want to say it was just called Social Experiment. I was like, okay, he's doing something different. It was cool. I was rocking with it. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, this is some, he's not really on it much. It's really yeah. a lot of instruments and whatnot. I was, but I was like, all right, I can appreciate this. This is music. Yeah. It's music. And then he drops um, Chance 3 right after that. Yeah. I was like, okay, he got a few good songs on here. But they're not acid rap, but three level. Grammys. But three Grammys for that album? Come on now. Like, like, what are we doing? It feels like, it almost feels like they just gave him Grammys, like, sorry we didn't give you no Grammys for acid rap, rap. But here, you, here's your. Yeah, I mean, that's how it felt. It's like, man, everybody's bumping acid rap, and now. You, but that's I like Chance, but Chance 3 was not. No, Chance 3, I couldn't even listen to it. I listened to a few songs, I'm like, no. Problems is probably like the. Yeah, but um, I really can't even think of all the songs on that album. I can't even think. That's the only one I can think hot of. Hot damn, hot shower. Hot oh, you're talking about on the big day, hot shower. That one. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. My man, what are you doing? I had to really just. I'm sorry. I had to skip through a lot of those songs. I had to. But here's a here's a question. Do you think that Chance can make a comeback from this? Or is he going down the road? I think he's. Or um, it's bubble gum and it's. It's gonna be all bubble gum from here. I don't think he's gonna go back to his acid rap days. I don't think he's gonna go back to that experimental stuff. I think he's trying to like connect with like kids. Like just mm. it's more like youthful. Yeah. Thing. Like maybe he's trying to go for a younger audience. I can see that. I don't see it. I don't feel like he's making music for you and I. No. <laughs> no. He's not making music for people our age. He's he, trying to get like a younger crowd, like 15 to like 18 probably. Yeah, or maybe even younger than that. Maybe even younger. Like that Hot Shower, Hot Shatter song. I don't even know what it's called. What about when he starts rapping That's a TikTok the, song for sure. Yeah. What about when he starts rapping the ABCs? ABCs. That's so egregious. Oh my, bro. Come on, man. And there's there's actually hot ways that you could rap. Bro, he really could have like done the ABC hot. When Jake said, A, B, I got your CD, you get an E for, for effort. Right. Or, or ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky, yeah. Um, double D's. Pop an E, I don't give, give a, a F. I mean, I'm a Told G. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, man. That's how you could have do done it. something like that. Man. You don't really gotta say the whole alphabet. Now. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's really elementary. Like, come on, very elementary. Um, Man, but yeah, I think, I think rap now is rap music now is the same. Or I want to say, my dad might not like me for this, but I want to say it's better because of how diverse it is. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so we're going to have my dad actually hop on the, the podcast right now, tell his input. Um, we have a little debate, you know, on if we think rap music now is the same, if it's stuck to its core values or if it's changed. Uh, so everybody, welcome my dad. Thank Steph for joining us. Hey, glad to be here, fellas. Uh, glad to be on the show. Yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, we want to dive right in. We, well, the first thing, what I'm hearing, and this is just my perspective on the artists that I've listened to, <laughs> and there's a variety of artists. I'm not going to say that I've just listened to, you know, one, five, or just ten artists. It's a variety of artists uh, that I've heard, and I'm not hearing what the concept of hip hop was or could be okay. and, it's, and it's not taking away from some of these guys in their in their work but there seems to be a lot of copycatism going on so and, that, and that's that's kind of disturbing because hip hip hop is a is about the individual the individuality about their story about what they saw did or heard about and uh and that's not seemingly whole true. You have a lot of people with phony personas who come out, um, and it's not really them. I mean, it would be like the, like Will Smith coming out with the gangster rap album. That doesn't make any, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's not him. Will's great doing what Will does, and it's credible because it is him. Okay, so I think, oh, yeah, what I think is that. Sure, some of these rappers may not be living the exact life that they're talking about. Like, for instance, Lil Tucker. You know, I, he talks about having all these guns, all these girls. Not, not him at all. He even admitted that. Cat. But what I also feel like is the same people who you rap about these things are talking about somebody else's experience or someone who they're around like Kendrick yeah exactly Kendrick Kendrick does the exact same thing Kendrick doesn't live you know a, a gangster lifestyle but he knows a lot of people who live he's that been surrounded lifestyle. by that gangster lifestyle exactly Good Kid Mad City that's what that whole album's about and I think like there was also some perpetrators back in the day I mean you, you <laughs> definitely told us about a lot of people who were frightened about where they're from you yeah know? I mean like Millie Vanilli didn't even yeah well, really hip hop, but nonetheless, uh, I don't think that was a situation back then. Well, what as it, prevalent as it is now, and, and I'm not. And as far as Kendrick, Kendrick never said that that's what he was. And and like I stated, it's what you saw, did, or heard about. It's what that's part of your life is is uh, being able to see the things around you. You don't necessarily have to commit a crime in order to know that certain crimes are happening within your spectrum of your life. Yeah. So if, for instance, someone else is speaking on it and you know they have never lived this or they don't, they have not witnessed this, then it becomes something of a, okay, it's not addressed in that point. It's addressed that they're actually doing these things. That's where you're not holding true to yourself. It's okay to be yourself. And I think that's what we're missing here is that it's okay to be you. Just you be you. You don't have to build up a, a phony persona in order to be in hip hop. You don't have to have just one way of uh, addressing a situation. 
or you know speaking of uh, a certain thing that you want to speak on a certain topic you can speak on any topic you'd like but you can't infuse yourself into that if it isn't you well coach who would you who would you say like who would you say is the most egregious when it comes to that who's who's like the biggest faker yeah like who do you who do you have in mind when you say this because i i feel like a lot of these rappers i've seen their guns and i know that they grew up in some of these environments like the ones that i listen to for the most part yeah um i can't really think of a lot of artists that are really really out here faking it really capping like i don't know who's really Happen as hard as you say they are. I, w- I want to know who you have yeah, yeah. in mind. Who you think is who's faking it like that? I don't think that six uh, nine Takashi. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, we discussed that. He's, yeah, he's, we, an, he's an obvious uh, perpetrator. Yeah. Uh, and when you have people like this, but, this destroys the integrity of the game, uh, the hip of hip hop itself. When this fellow could have done something totally different and been successful and held true to his game and not say that he is some type of uh, gangster when he wasn't mm-hmm. and been just as or even more successful just being true to himself. You don't have to create these personas in order to be successful at something. Sure, you don't. Being yourself, as Will Smith has done, and he's a, a proven track record with this, is that he didn't have to come out and be uh, anything else other than him. And yeah. people could have called him all kinds of things. He was cornballed, da 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 da. But those things meant nothing. Will won he was Randy, kind of Will, did, Will did, had a pretty good <laughs> career in, uh, in entertainment. So, yeah. and, and, you know, MC Hammer, he's another guy. MC Hammer didn't have to come out and do things and say that he was a thug, etc. And I think one of his last albums, uh, back in like 94, he tried to don the beanie and everything else. And that, that album flopped. It was because it wasn't him. I mean, he was who he was in the in the in the game, and he should have just stayed with what he was. He was very successful doing what he did. He was okay. a heck of a dancer, uh, and he added a lot of energy uh, to his performances. He was a heck of a performer. So, if you stay true to yourself, I think that's the biggest thing. Okay, yeah, but well, besides six nine, like who's who would you say? Because we know six nine. Yeah, fine. we already know he's a fraud. We, just, we, we already discussed that, and we, like that's like. That's like one in a big pond of plenty of people who are real. But like, who would you say? Who else would you say is like faking? Now those things, I don't know their particular names, but uh, I have to listen to their. Names. I know you. I know you don't songs. like Young Thug and. and but he's Future, really about it. But they are actually. Future's really, really about that. Yeah, exactly. I see, uh, they're I actually about what they are talking about. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys that are about what they're talking about, and, they're, and they've been in prison. My song, who is uh, who's murdered. about it, uh, he did seven years. He did a seven-year bid. Remy Ma did, a, did another seven-year bid. These people were about what they what they say they were about. Uh, Ryan W. Melly, Tay K. Yeah, there are those guys. Pop Smoke. There right. are those guys, and I Next. those guys. I say if that's what they're rapping about, and that's what they did, it's unfortunate they had to do some time behind it. But that is that is a fact. That's how they live. Again. It's those people who have those personas who are speaking about their particular lives or the things that they are seeing. And that's I don't how think many exist. But those who are pretending to be something are the ones that are on trial here, if you would. That's the so, thing. I don't think a lot of them are pretending. And pretending isn't something new that's in the rap game. You've mentioned to me before how, you know, you came to the West Coast, you came to California, and people from California are claiming to be from New York. 
That's yes, the, back that, in the early and mid eighties. They're false claiming. That, that's that's not been going on since the beginning. Let me let me clarify that for those people that were on the that are on the West Coast listening to this. And it was during this time that. Um, I used to perform down in Marshall's Ballroom down in in, uh, in Los Angeles on Bud Long, and uh, there were people that used to say, "Hey, you know, I'm from New York. I'm from New York." But at the time, Los Angeles had no identity. So let's clarify that Los Angeles did not have an identity in the okay. hip hop in the hip hop game. So that being said, the only way that you would really know or to have credibility was because you know, hey, I'm from the East Coast. And since at that time in 84, 85, the people that were coming out with most of the uh, music then in hip hop were New York City artists. Okay. So I can understand why they did that based on what was out there at that particular time. I think okay. at that time, the only records that were coming, I think Ice-T had, Ice-T and the Glove had Reckless, but uh, that wasn't a self-identifier, meaning he wasn't claiming Los Angeles on that record. So when you listen to it, it's not about where he was at at that particular time, and Ice-T did live in New Jersey for a long time as well. But the fact is, is that that's why they did that. Then they weren't okay. perpetrating on a record. It was just some of the things that they said at that particular time okay. that didn't add to add credibility. Well, don't you think that they could have made it just as far if they would have stayed true to themselves? Well, again, these weren't performers in the sense that they weren't on wax as they were back then. So these weren't people that were actually on wax that were saying these things. These were people that were trying to get into the game saying these things uh, so they could get some well, sort of credibility uh, by well, way of saying that they were from New York City. Well, the same thing, let's say, with 6 9 is that he's trying to get himself in the game, so he's going to appeal to a certain audience. Well, That's see, a, it's the same exact thing. Well, no, I don't believe it is. See, the one thing is that a person is saying that they are from a different city. Another thing is saying that you are about this life, about a lifestyle. So a yeah. lifestyle in turn... But it's, uh, a, it's the same a, concept, though. Well, no. Because you're trying to appeal to... Certain, you're trying to get your, your name out there. Trying to take on a persona. Yeah, see, you're yeah. aiming at you're here, trying to take on a persona. A, you're trying to take on a persona, just like how those dudes back then yeah, were trying maybe to take on a persona. No, they, not weren't, a gangster, they weren't but. saying that. You know, these these guys that were saying, "Oh yeah, I'm from New York." They wouldn't a elaborate. B, they it wasn't anything that was on record. Uh, it was just the fact that they were saying it so that they could have some type of credibility in terms of being a rapper. That, but as same thing as, with Six Nine. Well, no, as far as Six Nine is concerned, he's saying these things in order to add street credibility to his to sell his, his music. To sell his music. In, in his, to sell his music. There's a big difference because he's saying that's a lifestyle. And when these people are saying that he's from New York City, he's saying that, hey, I'm from New York City. Well, that's fine, but that's not going to get you anywhere if you can't rap. But when he's trying to say something about uh, that he's in this lifestyle and claiming that he's uh, affiliated with certain uh, organizations, then that's a that's perpetrated. Well, he was affiliated with those organizations. Well, he was yeah. affiliated with those but organizations. Not, not in the way he way thought. Right, and yeah. that, right. And, you know, so therefore, he's doing that uh, as a fake persona on record. Uh, and again, it's not to say that these people can't make it in this. They can. There is talent and there are people that have gimmicks, etc. And that's fine. You want to have a gimmick. You want to, you know, paint your hair uh, purple and gold and green and orange and, you know, wear dresses and, and things like that. If that's what you're going to do. Then, you know, hey, that's what you do. That's you. Yeah. But I'm not saying that's part of 
hip hop. That's which is another thing. <laughs> it, you know, you dress the way you want to dress, uh, but do what you want to do and, and add your little gimmick in there. It, it, it doesn't mean that all music in that form is is going to be accepted as as hip hop. Uh, but why not? But because me, me, me and you went to that concert. Was it an e, e, e DMD? EPMD. EPMD. They were talking about the 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 core values of hip hop: peace, love, unity, having fun. And I feel like a lot of these rappers are having fun. This is staying with the culture. They're doing what makes them happy. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be. Music like, they're not gonna. They're not yeah. gonna be like. I'm right. I'm gonna make music for. I'm gonna make uh, music for Rakim, Corey, whatever. They're gonna be like. No, I'm gonna put out my stuff. You know that I like. So I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know. And if people like it, people are gonna like it. They're gonna listen to it. So I don't think they're they're not trying to like to appeal to anybody. Yeah, I think they're trying to appeal to themselves. I, I think all music there is a demographic that you are aiming at, and uh, I mean if, if you're gonna market yourself or your music in a, to make money, you're going to you're going to use a certain demographic. Uh, not all music is for everyone. And no one markets their, themselves like that, uh, especially when it comes to hip hop and subgenres of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Public Enemy, I'm sure, is probably not looking out and saying, hey, I think this is going to go mainstream. A lot of their things won't go mainstream because of the political content that they have, which will not be played on most radio stations, uh, even on Sirius FM. I mean, I think I've heard, I, I listen to Sirius, and there's, they, they do play a lot of the classics and they do play the uh, uh, fight the power and some of the a lot of public enemies uh, better cuts but there are other artists like uh, Immortal Technique that you don't hear uh, who was another great artist uh, Sixth Sense uh, Paris uh, you don't hear their content and one of the reasons that you don't hear them is because the audience or the uh, uh, commercial radio stations just will not play that type of content. I think most of the audience doesn't want to hear it. Well, we don't know because if they're not playing it, how does the audience know that it's even out there? I mean, we know about all the other artists because they play them constantly. They're in heavy rotation. Because but when you don't put artists of that nature into your playlist, then how would we know? It's not that they're saying, hey, yeah. we've heard this, this song uh, 500 times and we just don't like it. Yeah. There's there's no, hey, man, we don't like Paris as an artist because because of what? But that's Because you haven't even heard them. And most, most people just haven't heard them unless you're into uh, political... Uh, conscious rap so that's why it's it's important that hey there needs to be some type of balance and when I listen to the radio which is every day I don't hear it I don't hear that type of balance on the air there is no balance there is a lot of auto-tune a lot of I hear a lot of that, but I don't hear a lot of bars going on unless you <laughs> tune into certain shows on Sirius FM. And I'm not trying to give a plug here on Shade Four Five, but you know the Wake Up Show, uh, DJ Premier. Uh, they have, uh, you know, they have some good shows. DJ K Slay. They have some good shows. Yeah, and the for uh, for you. I think the thing is though, like right now we're in the streaming era, so like 
radio doesn't even dictate what people listen to and right. I think honestly radio listen is dictated it's by us it's just, like yeah. they pay attention to what people are streaming and mm-hmm. so if nobody is streaming Immortal Technique which I'm not going to say zero people are streaming but he's not being streamed on the level as more of as, like, his Drake. biggest artist and it's not because his content's not good it's just his content's not for everybody whereas more a lot of these other artists are making content that's more appealing to a wider audience and so the radio is going to play whatever's a, whatever we choose whatever's popping whatever's popping on YouTube on Twitter on TikTok yeah it's like, going to go off the streams people, whatever but people yeah. are deciding now what's being played it's not the radio that decides what we dictates what we listen to so well, I mean, in a sense, yes, but you know, things can be and are manipulated. So um, you can make it appear as though you've got X amount of audience on your Instagram, or you've got this many views on a YouTube, and these things can be and are manipulated. Yeah, no, that's true. So it's not really being dictated by who is doing what out there or what the content it is, whatever they want you to hear most of the time. And that's what I mean. And so when you're talking about uh, terrestrial radio, you're saying that, uh, you know, your commercial FM stations are just not playing it. They're not going to play it because it doesn't fit the narrative of that of that particular station, mm-hmm. whatever. They're not going to play that type of content. Yeah. But they will play the content, which includes uh, somebody speaking on brothers getting killed. Uh, they'll, they'll speak that, you know, hey, yeah, I'm carrying around a nine, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to cap somebody, da, da, da. I'm going to sneak up on him. And they'll play that. And I think you guys alluded to the Rick Ross situation where he was, uh, you know, he was admonished and he didn't even use the word rape in that. He didn't, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, say, he didn't say he was going to date rape. But, right. He didn't, he didn't say, say it's not even in the lyrics drink. at all. Right. He's going to put it in the drink, etc. That was it. But they quickly went ahead and, and canceled that uh, that contract with them. And I'm going, wow, this is something. But he can talk about that all day. You can talk about killing other uh, black men all day. I get it. So there's a market for it. See, as soon as it steps on somebody else's toes, all of a sudden they don't like it. Yeah. But when it comes to you know killing black men, there's a market for it, and we'll play this on terrestrial radio, and you can hear this stuff all day. That's why I said is it's more than just that. Uh, the reason that you don't hear those artists is because of the content. It's not that their music isn't good. It's because the powers that be do not want that content out there. And if it doesn't, and if it goes, especially if it goes against the official government narratives on anything, you won't hear it. If there's some song that talks about it's uh, we don't want to wear masks or COVID is a is a is a joke or anything like that, you'll never hear it. The reason is because it goes against the narrative of the government slash media. You will not hear it. You're not allowed to in this country to go against the narrative. If you do, you will be admonished and vilified. Okay. So let's go back to the original question. So do you think that hip-hop has stayed true to its core values today? And what I'm going to say first before you say anything is that hip-hop now is more diverse than it's ever been. And that we have several artists who are going to have music that you're looking for. You know, there's there's plenty of people who can get into politics, who can rap about some real world stuff. There's plenty of rappers who do, who do that. I understand that the issue 
that you're saying is that they're not being played in the radio, but like Corey Jake said, Cole, yeah, Jake, yeah. His last project was had some political content in there uh-huh. and brackets. Yeah, he's going crazy on that. And you know, Lil Baby, he he put out um, what's that song? Uh, the bigger picture. The bigger picture. He put out the bigger picture, and that Kendrick was, gave us a whole album. Yeah, Kendrick gave us a whole album. Uh, and those Joy were badass. Joy gave badass. Us a whole album. For all real. American badass. Yes, that is. And, and I agree. Super. One hundred percent. All those artists you just named, from J Cole, Kendrick, uh, Lil Baby, Joy Badass, are three of my favorite artists, along with Anderson Pack. Of, of this uh, generation, those are my favorite artists, and and it's not a bias in the sense they're my favorite because of the content that they have in their music, and that they're very diverse in how they present their their presentation, and they appear to be uh, holding true to themselves as the artist. So right. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate being uh, people being true to themselves and true to who they are, okay. and true to their lifestyle that they're okay. living or have lived. So I can, I can honestly let's let's think about how hip-hop started off, right? So it started off in uh, the Bronx, right? And it started off with a DJ hyping up the crowd, you know, break, doing the break, the breakdown, right? And that's where it got everybody moving. And then you got an MC to hop on to hype the crowd up, right? It's all about partying. That's what it was started off with. Fast forward to today. Or even 2016. 2016. Sure. People are doing the exact same thing. We're, do, we're doing the we're doing the same thing. We got the, you got your producer, you know he's got the crazy the beats. He got the hot beat, and then you have somebody on the mic spitting some. Sure, it made <laughs> some it could of them be some other, nonsense. Yeah. It could be not, it could be some nonsense, but it, it matters about how you say it and how you deliver the it. energy that you get. the energy. Like you should like you should see some of the concerts and the crowds at these shows, like Lil Uzi and like, yeah. His, his when he's doing money longer, the crowds were going insane, mm-hmm. and like I've been to a couple of his concerts, the energy is just insane. And he can actually spit. He's from Philly, so uh-huh. like he he can actually spit. But most of the time, it's he doesn't get down on like some super lyrical miracle stuff. Yeah, even though he could, he really could. He could. But it's mainly about some stuff that's exciting, that's fun, that's got a lot of energy, that makes you like feel excited or emotional or sad or or even like just on maybe some aggressive like hood shit, you know. He's very versatile in that kind of aspect. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of these rappers who um, do these kind of do that kind of performance where you know it, their music is more about you know hyping up the stuff, crowd yeah. that they can also switch it up if they wanted to and actually spit some real stuff like you know we seen with Lil Yachty uh, his Lil last Bo three yeah his Lil Bo three his, his, his last few albums were kind of you know just. Yeah, he was kind of just like stuck on that melodic stuff in yeah. the first couple projects, but he even he even said him said himself when he did an interview with uh, Everyday Struggle. He said like I'm really trying to spit some bars, and you could see the the level up on on his meta his metaphorical game mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he still he still got like some melodic stuff, still got some flow, but you know he could he's trying to prove that he can rap and he wants to stay in the game. And I think with this project with Lil Bo three he. He got. He, he proved. He proved he can years. rap. Yeah, he, he proved. proved he can he, rap. He's got all the elements. He, he's got a lot of uh, metaphors, charisma, and energy. Charisma. Like, yeah. He's so a fun he, guy, and he, everyone says he's a good guy too. Well, part of hip hop, and I know that you were speaking on the uh, uh, part of the uh, 
the essence of, of hip hop and and what it's about is the the unity, peace, unity, uh, love and having fun, love and having fun. All of those things are part of are part of hip hop, which is true. We also have, uh, if we can, uh, there are other elements, and part of the elements of it is, as an MC, uh, we've always had you got to have a pin game. You got to have a pin game. Um, it's one of those things where uh, if you're able to get this point across, how well can you write this out and deliver this? Yeah, that is well. important because there has to be a level that we're holding people up to. And that is, hey, look, you want to be a part of this club? Great. But you're going to up the IQ of it. It's like being a part of Mensa. They don't. You're not going to be a part of Menza with a 74 IQ. You're just not. You're just not going to be a part of it. So you're going to have to. You're going to have to raise the bar. You know, and I feel like the bar is lowering in a sense. Is that if you can just go in there with some beats and just say anything you feel like, and we have to. Are we supposed to accept that as hip hop? Well, I don't know if that's. Uh, I mean, but that's I, mean not, I, don't, I don't understand. But, but that's not every artist. No, no, no. I'm not saying that is every artist. And it. it that's what I'm saying is, is that. I just, I just mentioned well, artists. That's, that's what I'm saying. That hip hop. And there's, and there's others, but there is there is more to it than just saying I got some hip hop beats, and then I can just say whatever I want to say as long as I'm having fun. This is hip hop. That, that's more well, to yeah. it. And I that think that there is. I think that what, there's. What, what was what was uh? You gotta have a pen game. That, that's that's. I do got they've pen. been doing that since the beginning of hip hop. Is that you know it doesn't matter what they're saying. I was I was making fun of uh, rappers delight the other day, but I mean that is true hip hop. They're they're just speaking. They're not really saying much, but they are rapping. They are delivering. They are rhyming. Like they are rhyming. But it, the, there's a lot of stuff is like you don't know what's what they're actually talking. Well, well about. a lot of that was written by Casanova. Russ. So Casanova was well, one of the Casanova was one Ghost Riders. He was, so yeah, he Ghost was a writer. Well, he was a writer. They had Ghost Riders back then. Too. <laughs> I believe it was Big Bang Hank. All right. So even then, you had people saying, "Hey, you know, he wrote." a lot of great lyrics. And you might remember, this is 1979, man. This is 79. You're going way back. And there were other people out there that they could have gotten to rap on certain records. It's just that those were the guys, kind of like uh, Jackie Robinson going to the Dodgers. All right, There was plenty of black baseball players that were damn good. They just chose Jackie. Yeah. So the guys that they got to do this weren't necessarily the best of the best. Mm. They were actually going to get other artists to perform. They just couldn't get these guys. So the fact is, is that when you did, when when these the real artists came out, and then you saw the game just elevate, the pin game went crazy. Uh, you had songs like The Message, 1982. I mean, it blew up. Yeah. I mean. I feel like some of these old guys can we, even we, keep up. We started something then that we should have elevated to this point. This game should be about, uh, we should be totally immersed in this. Our our vernacular and, and, and vocabulary should be uh, stealth. I mean, it should, should be stellar right now. Uh, instead, it's been sloshed and 
watered down and, and dumbed down. I mean, some of the stuff you're going, what? Did he just, what? What is he talking about? What is he saying? I mean, you're supposed to show a degree of intelligence. You want to, you want to, your audience to have to think and read and research what you're saying. If you don't so, what was, so what was Rapper's Delight? Were, there, were people no, researching what he, he was saying? I don't know about research. No, no, no. I don't want to research. Just, like song. I said, that, was, that was the antithesis. That's the beginning of it all. Okay, so, so that's, as, like, that's the core but, of it. But as you started going forward with it, no. then it started becoming more and more and more uh, eloquent and the rhymes and verses and things became more complex. So by the time you got to 1982 and just the two and a half years after Rapper's Delight, all of a sudden you had the message. Now you're getting into a whole different thing where now it's in this political realm. And then just right after that, you had Run DMC, you had all these guys, and all of a sudden things started to make a change. In the 85, 86, you had, you had uh, Boogie Down Productions, Karis One. So yeah. now all okay. of a sudden things are, are, are moving at light speed. You, you uh, named him and Eric B. These were the artists and not just those people, there were a lot of other guys like that. You had Cool G Rap, okay. probably the probably one of the best the top five MCs of all time. So you had a lot of these guys with incredible amounts of knowledge. They were spitting uh, not just the knowledge, but their vocabulary was accelerated because they knew that you had to keep elevating the game. And I think we've lost that in the last few years. Not with all artists, obviously, because there are great artists such as, like I said, the, the Joey Badass and uh, you have Kendrick and J. Cole. These are great artists. Uh, Anderson Pack, great artists. I see them as the leaders of this generation. Okay, so you talk about how back in the 80s and 90s you had all these rappers who were you know speaking politically had some knowledge they were speaking of knowledge you know they're actually putting you on game about what's going on in the world but that's not how every artist was either there was also some other songs who were just about you know women shaking their butt their their ass or whatever you had you had Sir Mix a lot you know you had that song Tootsie Roll that came out in the nineties like the what do are people gonna research these lyrics yeah no because one's gonna go back to the like the little like bullshit songs but there's gonna be we're gonna have some songs in our generation that are gonna last the, the tail of time for sure exactly like we have the same just like how you know you mentioned you had the Eric B Rakim you had the L Cool J you had all these cats you have the same kind of cats today you have the Kendrick Lamar you have the Joy Battis you have the, the same thing and then you have the other people that you know, spit their own stuff you saw Drake cool. exactly like it's a, it's the same thing it's the same concept that you still have your rappers who are going to be rapping about uh, your holidays your world issues whatever but you're also going to have rappers who are going to be talking about having fun or they're, just they're giving it back in their black experience right Everybody. that's and you say indivi uh, individuality Every rapper, I feel like, has their own individuality. I don't think any rapper really raps like the next rapper. You know, I, I think some people might from the same take, region, they sound similar, right? They That's may sound a little similar to somebody who doesn't listen to these artists a lot. Like I know you've mentioned that you can't tell the difference between somebody and you know another rapper but maybe that's just because you don't listen to them because i can tell the difference between uh, all these rappers but like i couldn't tell the difference between a lot of old school rappers either 
even though I, I do know my school. they sound similar. Right. Stylistically, they sound similar. They sound like they're all rapping about the same stuff, you know. And or so it's the same, which place. isn't a bad, which isn't a bad thing. But I'm saying that it hasn't changed. It's the same concept that applies today. And we we turn rap, we turn hip hop into the number one genre. That hey. is also facts. Well, I don't know about that. Well, we did. Yeah, well, we did. Like, I think that was every, done in the 90s. Uh, well before you guys were, were born, that was the number one genre. Uh, and, and we had all the artists uh, during that time. What has happened, what has, and like I mentioned earlier, was that there is no balance to it. There is no balance. So when there is an <laughs> there, overabundance of one kind of... So was there was there balance in the 80s and 90s when you had mo- more people rapping about what you like about the politics, world issues, and that, and then the fun stuff? That that's off balance. No, it wasn't. You had you had uh, Rob Bass, Joy and Paint. They had a they had a lot of different songs that were talking about uh, having fun. You had MC Hammer was number one artist in, in you know '89. So yeah, you had you had a lot of that. So yeah, we had a lot of dance and feel good songs, and that's great. But there was also a balance. You had you know uh, groups like Poor Righteous Teachers, Brand Nubian. You had people that were going to speak to you, and 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 it's a good thing because music is more than just especially hip hop is it's about the culture of hip hop hip hop is a culture it isn't a just a form of music it is a culture it is a way of life and so in, within this way of life we do have a lot of joy we have a lot of pain we have a lot of uh, growing and building and learning right. and educating but we're only seeing one part of it in today's hip hop and when I say we're only seeing is that I'm saying literally we're only hearing one portion of this uh, by way of radio and that's why radio. I said that. but you can't and, and, and you can't again, talk about the radio radio doesn't matter well, anymore. radio does matter because if you look at Sirius FM and you look at how many subscribers they have uh, they have quite a few how million. old are they now, yeah, worldwide <laughs> you have to remember no, this is how, how old are the are the how old are these listeners because I'm telling you everybody well, I've studied their, not I've studied their demographics but I will tell you this if they're playing the music uh, like channel 44 plays all the hip hop hits so if all of these hip hop hits uh, which are the same as you guys age uh, they're playing it for that type of audience I'm sure they're not playing all these things for for me at, at my age you're definitely not playing it for well, me well they're playing what they think we listen to but they don't realize that nobody listens to radio we no we don't listen to radio we I don't listen to music radio. from their phone that they get that they get to pick and choose but I'm telling you nobody listens to radio our age that's why that's why like the whole radio thing is just it's, it's just for the older generation they, yeah. they listen to radio mm-hmm. probably like 25 and up maybe, maybe that if maybe I was yeah, say 30 maybe yeah I was up. gonna say 30 I was trying to I was trying to be a little generous and no 30 yeah. and up probably some radio radio is mostly for 30 and we up we got an ox code we got the bluetooth in our car yeah like, most people got apple music or spotify or youtube music or youtube or google play like radio's damn near obsolete when yeah. it comes to like break, they don't break new music. That's radio used to be breaking new music. They yeah. don't do that anymore. They follow the they, trends. They bring in the the music that's already been broken through streams. Yeah. yeah, through streams that we've already decided that. And the young generations are really pushing. Like they do it way more streaming than us. Like it yeah. always goes like that. Like, mm-hmm. like if you look at, you know, a lot of these rappers 
or artists wouldn't have got to where they are now without like TikTok, SoundCloud, or, that, or SoundCloud. Well, then that's yeah. even SoundCloud. More, we decided that's ourselves. Even more disturbing then. But you can't, now we're thinking about why aren't these artists producing, making music like that? Where has the consciousness gone? The consciousness is still there. They, you gotta. We get to listen we, to everything. You, you've, we've mentioned all these artists who do it. I've got four Absol- in my hand that I know. Absol, uh, Earl yeah. you gotta- Absol, Earl Sweatshirt, Denzel Curry raps about yes. very conscious stuff. You got Earth Gang that raps about conscious stuff too. And, they're, they're, and they also have on. fun. Like yeah, the list the list goes on. It just and they it, can do both. Like, yeah, they can. They can. There's a lot of it. versatile rappers. The baby will rap about stuff that's going on. And like a lot of this like gangster rap is about their experience what's going on in their lifestyle or they've experienced just, like there's a whole lot of consciousness there's a lot of consciousness that and I think it's very balanced because you got you literally I, there's so much like sad I, I love emo rap there's a lot of sad rap there's a lot of party music there's a lot of conscious music there's a lot of gangster music and you can have that in abundance in your rotation. Like, yeah, there's a lot of, like chill vibe. Like I was showing you Isaiah yeah, there's Rashad. Chill music. Like that's just like chill. There's you got stoner music. Like yeah, you you got every kind of rap sub genre of rap out yeah. there. Now, now you got more like than more ever. of a rock style. Yeah, you got rock. You got a rock yeah, style kind of. You got of. country rap now. You got country rap. Like we got it. We really got it all. <laughs> those things weren't, they were around before you guys were around. No, no, no. I'm not saying like, that. Actual, that's the point. It didn't go away. Right. It didn't go away. I'm saying is that it's not there. The voice isn't <laughs> there. When I speak of the voice was isn't there, where do you see these people in any type of movement or any type or in Little baby struggle? was. All right, because let's say, for instance, Public Enemy. Public Enemy was out front and everything. J. Cole was. They, huh? J. Cole was. Fight the Power was the number one song. The Bigger Picture was the number tell one song. Me, the, tell the, me the bigger how, picture by the number, tell me how anything song. lines up with Fight the Power. What, what do tell you me how anything lines up with how Fight the Power helped change hip-hop music and, and, the, and the content of hip-hop music. Well, that was their staple song for Public Enemy. And that group in itself, Public Enemy, actually changed hip-hop by the content of their work being uh, being politicized. So this is what I mean. Is so yeah, these songs that, that you're speaking of have had have made no impact socially. Where oh, have you seen make it? Where, Are you serious? Bigger picture. I've, I've heard it. It's, it's nice, but there's <laughs> no way a mantra of anyone out Kendrick here. Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. They all had an impact they, on they all, they all, I'm telling you, it had an impact on me. Come on, man. Impact on our friends. Has this been an anthem? I mean, it's been anthemized? Yes. There's st- yeah, it's, still being st- it's still being streamed today. It's still being streamed, but I mean, is it anthemized? I mean, what do you mean is it anthem? What is yeah, anthemized? Anthemized mean is it is it an anthem? Like fight the power is still an anthem today. You hear uh, fight the power to who? When you talk about fight I haven't the power, heard you're talking about the only person I've ever heard play fight the power is you fighting the systemic yeah, racism in this country. Right. All right, so when we say fight the power, that slogan alone has carried for more than thirty years in this country. Yeah, I, I guess, but sure, I mean, I, no one really says "fight the power" anymore. Yeah, no, I haven't, and I haven't heard anybody not to say that it's not a good. It, it was, it's a good song. Yeah, and, and it's I, an important song, but I'm just saying, like, 
it, it's like trying to discredit like the the stuff that we're doing, and we're doing a lot. Exactly. Like, and I haven't heard anybody else ever play "Fight the Power" except for you. Like, it's not still an anthem. I feel like, like "All Right" like, is an anthem. By all Kendrick right, Lamar. exactly. All right, that song anthem by Kendrick Lamar. That motivates people. That's the anthem. That song, yeah, that song gets you conscious. King Kunta, everybody. Exactly. Like, that whole album, man. Like, you got you got to listen oh, to that. Like I said, he's the, he's one of the premier artists of today. All right, so we so still got. So we still got those kind of people. I still got it. Number one, the top guys are doing it. And it is not the stuff that is being played, like I said. It is being played. All right was being played. King Kuta was being played. That was not enough of this. Now you're getting it. I know that they're Now you're denying it. I'm not denying that. Now you're denying. No, it's just that you have to understand that there was a difference of how this thing has come about and where it is now. The more than, more than, uh, half of these artists that I have heard are of the same type of context. They're they're talking about their their lean, they're talking about popping, popping pills, uh, you know, well, oxy. Again, they're know, rapping keeping, about their experience. Keeping, about, keeping us in They're rapping in about what they know. Stupors. Uh, this, this stuff is... But those aren't even like the leading songs. Bro, I, I don't even know... Like those, those, may be, those may be like popular concepts or like gangster type rappers or like hood rappers, but like that's not like the those wasn't like the ones that were championing like yeah. those aren't the ones that are getting the number ones Kendrick Lamar is like to pimp a butterfly won a Grammy like so that's the same as like as you were saying like all those songs those were super important to us we decided to award it but like, we still recognize we still recognize what's actually talented exactly like sure rappers rap about pop and lean but not the not the big Drake does not really talk about sipping lean all the time. Right. Kendrick doesn't do that all the time. J. Cole doesn't do that all the time. Big Sean, no, like Yeah. Now, Big Sean goes back a little ways now. He's not new. Well, yeah, he's he's <laughs> our well, no, those guys are generational are generational leaders. Those guys are new. All right. So Kendrick is not brand new. He's not in the last five years. This guy go, goes back. Wait. So some of these guys okay, are not, the leaders of, of... Yeah, some of these guys are, you know, in their earlier 2000s. So... Uh, uh, later... 2010. 2010 and 2010s. after. They're still in this last decade. Kendrick Lamar wasn't really... Probably wasn't really recognized until like maybe like 2013 to 2015. Once, once, uh, either Good Kid City is like 2012, right? And he was was still coming out before that, but yeah, but he wasn't popping, popping like maybe he's big a little bit bigger in California, but like once Good Kid Mad City, I think that was 2012, right? Good Kid Mad City came out my freshman year of high school. So yeah, like 2012, 2013. Yeah, October 22nd, 2012. That's when you could say that Kendrick Lamar was that guy. Yeah. And he, he really was that guy. So really only... Since 2012. And that's eight, eight years, years ago. He's been popping. You know, he got 20 years. in the game, so... Uh-huh. So Kendrick yeah. still got... Well, he's got 35 in the game. Uh, well, what was his last... Uh, what was his last... He did just... Yeah, he did just bring... He did uh, come out with something 2020. Okay, but I didn't listen. <laughs> you, you in the game, but not in the game. To. I don't know who listened. I'm talking about Jake. Maybe Jay-Z. Like, people listen to to Jay Z. Yeah, people actually people listen to Jay Z's. People actually listen. People to listen Snoop to Dog. Nas's said, project. Wait a minute. What would you say? Jay Z's got 20 in the game. Yeah. Jay Z's got 30 in the game. Oh, well, even better. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> 20. That's only 2020, man. He was making. He was so he's making music in the 90s. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Kendrick still has. Kendrick still has time. That means he's young in the game he's still got 20 years then if he's only been in the game like recognizably for like eight 
Eight years. Then. I mean, he's probably he's definitely been in the game for like eleven now or something like that. Eleven, twelve. Yeah, depends where you want to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, there are a lot of there are artists you know that have had uh, Chuck D has been in the game for. Yeah, 30, 35, 30. When you say in the game, do you mean that he's still producing, making, making music, music. That's, making that's relevant music. Okay, to us, yeah, relevant. Well, relevancy. No, no, I don't not, think he's relevant. I wouldn't say relevant. Maybe to you. To you, yeah. yeah. Maybe Remember, hip hop isn't just for no, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. That's twenty something. That's my exact point. But he's not relevant right? to like to the new. Okay, so again, he's like put out something relevant to guys. Like I said, it's relevant. Yeah. And things being relative in this case, <laughs> relative it's, it's relative to, the to, person, to yeah. me. Yeah. So it's relevant. No, yeah. Okay. So really, sure. I, what I feel like the problem is with like where you stand with all this is that you just don't like what they say. You have a specific thing that you want to be that you want to hear. Right, I feel like you you like the really conscious woke stuff, which is fine. That's good. That's good. That's great. That's great. But when it comes to like when another rapper is doing the other thing, talking about something else, you you tune out. You're like, ah, this is. I, I like I like all kinds. I, I, yeah, not, yeah, I didn't limit it. Don't say you like all kinds. No, I like all kinds. Well, Mob Deep, Mob Deep spoke to me, and they're yeah, Mob they Deep spoke to me. Great. Yeah, uh, who can I mean the infamous come on one of the best albums of all time so I mean you can't say that it's just one thing uh, I listen to well all that, that's kinds also of, I mean Mob Deep is also conscious it, even though it's gangster rap very, it was also Hegelian Dialectic which was the yeah. uh, which was the last album by uh, with Prodigy so I mean if you listen to what these guys are saying it's not so much that I go by lyrical content maybe in that way it's a little different for me as an old school hip hopper is that I go with lyrical content and do you have bars? That's it. A certain uh, type if of you bars. want if, a now, if, I'm a, bars. if I'm in a club or if I'm just one of the so-called feel-good music, there are there are lots of feel-good music. But when I want to get into specifics, the stuff that really drives me, the stuff that would say, hey, you're gonna uh, stream this, buy this, etc. I would say if this is gonna be on my playlist in my car, it's got you got to have bars. You, you got to have. You got to be talking about something. You got to. You got to be saying something. It's got to be rhythmic, and it's got to be hard hitting. There's there's no room for weak in hip hop. I think there is no room for it. They're not not me. Not with me. There's no room for weakness in hip hop. It is it is a it is a uh, genre of the strong. It is not a genre of the weak. Uh, it is something that you listen to because it was and should be the word of the street. What is happening and what's going on? Yes, you're allowed to have fun because fun is part of music. I get that part, but there should be a balance in it. And if there's no balance, then there it creates an imbalance. And imbalance is never good. Yeah. That's my take. That's yeah. take. I think we should have different views on what, whether or not yeah. the game is balanced. But I do appreciate the the increasing diversity that's coming in in today's hip-hop effects that's that's what i like is there's so much diversity just depends where you look and that way like 
if you if you do like political stuff, you can find that. Or if you like bullshit, you can just listen to bullshit. Exactly. And everybody can be happy. It's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, everybody game. can find their artists that they yeah. you know they can rock with. That's that's a, that's the real good part. Mm-hmm. And that's what brings hip hop of all generations. That's together. why I believe that hip hop has stayed to its core values, and the bar isn't being dropped. It's just that there's more options to listen to. You know, there, there's plenty of more music for people, you know, of all types of backgrounds that they can listen to, that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's just what it's all about. It's about rapping about your experience yeah. with, with things. And, uh, and that's, that's that on that. Well, um, there's actually a couple things that since we're talking about like some stuff that's talking about hip hop past and hip hop present. There's a couple things that happened this week in hip hop I wanted to go over. Like today, um, 19 years ago, Jay-Z dropped The Blueprint. Oh, wow. That's a classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. No, and then also, actually on the 8th, he he dropped The Blueprint 3 in 2009. Oh, dang. Yeah, so this is like... Except he... I think Jay he did... Lee. I think he did um, The Blueprint 2... Uh, like in October or November, somewhere around there. Mm. So they keep looking for that. Okay. And then also, also um, today in hip hop history, Kanye West drops Graduation 2007. Ooh. Which also 50 Cent dropped Curtis same day. It's on and the they same were, yeah. They're going back and forth for mm-hmm. for uh, for the title, for whatever. The, yeah, for the like number one album. Uh huh. You listen to those ones, Coach? Yeah, I, I, I did uh, great albums. Um, again, these are the classics that uh, I enjoy from hip-hop. And when I say classics, I mean these those are, are going to stand the test of time. Facts. And, uh, and not everyone is going to create a classic. Uh, that's a fact. Some people are in hip-hop for... There are many different reasons, and I get it. People got to pay bills. People got to eat. I get it. So there are going to be people in it for whatever reason yeah. that they deem is necessary for themselves. Yeah. So we can't necessarily say hip-hop is only for this and that because it, you can't exclude people. Yeah. It won't happen like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much like the... Uh, uh, sports. Uh, you can't take someone that's in on a football team and say, "Well, I'm only here to win the championship." Yeah. And then you have other people in that team that may echo that, but are really there for that paycheck. I get it. Yeah. You're supposed to, uh, you know, if this is your livelihood, then you have to be able to support yourself. It's not a quote unquote hobby. If you've immersed yourself into this and this is what's paying the bills, I get it. I'm realistic in when it comes to this. And uh, I'm just, my my viewpoint was that is there only needs to be a balance. And hopefully you guys see that. I don't see it as much as you guys do. And, and it's, and it's you know, it's just a matter of opinion. Yeah. But, uh, At the end of the day, you know, it's all I opinion. See, I, I just, it's just from my perspective from what I see. There's a lot of talented artists out there. Don't get me wrong. There's some people out there and maybe it's just the record company that is telling them that they have to do this certain type of thing or say this type of thing this certain way because you're under this contract at this particular time. Which I'm sure. And, and I get it. There's probably people like that. They mm-hmm. And it holds back their creativity in a certain way or 
or holds back themselves lyrically or content wise as to what they can put out there. So I agree that there to some extent is uh, artists are being held back. It doesn't uh, negate their intelligence, but it certainly would be. Uh, good for me to be exposed to some more of this. Maybe I'm just not hearing a lot of this, some of the stuff that's out there, or maybe I just limited myself to certain artists that I listen to in regard to the artists that have come out the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, so graduation uh, sold 957,000 copies uh, first week, and Curtis did 691,000. I mean, personally, I thought I like graduation. Oh, yeah, I like graduation more I like Kanye more than 50 anyway like I like his I like his music more I like his style more where do you stand on that coach (laughs) did you feel Curtis or did you feel graduation more Uh, you know what (laughs) and with all due respect to uh, both those artists I'm, I'm not a you know, music has to hit you yeah. personally. Mm. So the music that hits me personally and that I didn't think you were. And I get it. Uh, those guys have have bars now. Maybe not as uh, Kanye, a little bit more than fifty in regard to what Ooh. I've heard. You think Kanye has more bars than fifty? Well, he dropped back then. Uh, yeah, back yeah. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then. okay. But but uh, okay, uh, it's kind of deteriorated a little bit. But the styles are different. The yeah, styles no, the are styles. The styles, are, the styles are different. different. Yeah. Again, uh, if you're going to show off your uh, lyrical prowess, uh, you know that's one thing. And there are certain rappers that show off their lyrical prowess all the time. And, uh, you know, you get a guy like Black Thought. I mean, man, you can't, you got to race to catch up with what he's saying and the metaphors he's using. Uh, guys like Chino XL. Yeah, you got to you gotta find out, whoa, he's dropping all these metaphors and similes and, and, and you got to catch up and figure out what he's really speaking on and uh, and what that really meant when he's saying this person, that person. So I get it. There's, there's guys out there that are like that and you know, you also have guys that their style is a little bit different. They're not going to be dropping those types of uh, analogies. You got guys like Too Short. He didn't. He didn't use any analogies, man. Yeah. He just came out and just said exactly He's what doing he said, thing. right? Yeah. So just you know, up the crowd. it's yeah. right. It, his is a different brand. So there's going to be there's there's going to be a lot of diversity within hip hop. It's that's what makes hip hop great is because there is the diversity in the storytelling that they have. Right. There is a lot of diversity in the storytelling it just again I want to hear all of it not just one side of it so we got this I know I keep going back to this (laughs) but that's just what it is you know now now if you want to get on the page with the best of all time you know who who I'm saying so you don't have to worry about that (laughs) you don't have to worry about that alright so but that's that's where I stand and that's one yes those guys were two of the premier artists in the early 2000s and late 90s Yeah. yeah and then also yesterday happened birthday to Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. What is it, like 52, 50, 51? I didn't, I didn't check his age, but that seems about right. I think he was born, what, 68, so he's probably 52. Yeah, yeah, that's my dude right there. Big Daddy Kane, man. Another fiver. Another, another uh, hey, peace, God. I know you out there, man. And I had to play some of his music yesterday. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, an honor, you yeah, know. He's another, he's another uh, five percenter. Yeah. Um, and then the double XL freshman list. Whew. What'd you think, Ken? Uh, 
what I think of the list. Yeah, what do you what do you think of the list? Let's start there. Okay. Um, what I think of the list. Should I pull it up real quick so you yeah. say the names? Um, um, I feel like a lot of these rappers should have been on there last year, or a few of these rappers. No, yeah, it's, it felt like a, it felt like a last year's list. It had um, Anneli Choppa, Polo G, Cowboy, Lil TJ, Fabio Foreign, um, Baby Keem, Jack Harlow, Rod Wave, Chica, Mulatto, and Lil Keith, and 24K Golden. There you go. He was the he was the 10 spot guy. Okay. Which which I appreciate. I mean, he was like he was big on TikTok. I think yeah. that's why he got that 10 spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like NLE, he should have been on last year's list. Uh, Cowboy should have been last year. I think they were probably sleep on Polo G should have been last year. Yeah. Um, Lil TJ mm-hmm. should have been on last year's list. And then, like, you can even argue Keed should have been on last you year. You could argue Keed, but you can also argue that he should be in this class. No, he definitely, yeah. You could still say he's safe to be in this class. Yeah, he's still safe to be in this class. Because, I mean, once they once he came out with Long Live Mexico, I think they already had the yeah. class uh, already set up like, for last year. But, um... So he used to be on it, but Chapa, you should. I know Chapa should have been last year. Last like, year, Flow was big. Cowboy with Blueface, like they had, yeah. they were coming up together. Right, I'm like, bro, he's already up. And Low TJ was already up, kind of. Yeah, he shouldn't have been on this list per se. Same with Cowboy, like he already had a big song last year. Maybe it's because there hasn't been a lot of a lot of action this year because of the yeah. pandemic. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Or um, I, I actually really liked Mulatto. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really yeah. listened to a whole lot of her music, but, but that's I heard a couple songs, and then yeah, the cipher she killed. Um, <laughs> uh, who else killed the the cipher? Polo G, um, Polo G, he killed it. Coach, you like that one? The one where he he cut the beat and just spin. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. That was a, a 2020. Uh, uh, yeah, this fresh one. Yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. nice. Um, I mean, I, I some of the ones I wasn't really feeling was like. Like I mean, you don't. Okay. I know you're gonna say Jack Harlow. I know you're a big Jack Harlow. Hater. I'm not a Jack Harlow hater. You're a Jack I Harlow mean, hater. See, I'm I'm still a little skeptical about Jack Harlow because I th- he's giving me a little bit of industry plan vibes, and he he can rap, but the freestyle, I don't. Yeah, the freestyle wasn't. I wasn't really feeling the freestyle. What's popping is a hit. It's an undeniable hit. But you know, I'm still I still see some industry plan vibes going on. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny that he gets. Uh, uh, you know, I noticed he's got, a, yeah, he's got a yeah. hell of a feature on that on that. This is first album, first first, first, hit, first song. hit song. Whoa! Yeah, exactly. Alarming, alarming. You gotta you gotta start raising. You gotta raise your eyebrow to that one. Um, so I mean, but he can rap. Not to take away from his talent, um, Baby Keem. Orange Soda, I do like that one. I don't know. Did, did we listen to this freestyle? I don't think we listened to this freestyle. I, I don't know why we listened. Yeah, to what? Did, who, you, who was he with that we missed? Sure. Maybe he turned it down. Maybe that must have been it because we heard everybody else. Yeah, or his wasn't memorable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil TJ, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't feeling that one. I didn't feel it to Lil TJ, so I wasn't feeling that one, and I, I'm really not too onto his music. Yeah, um, shout out to him though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Lil TJ. Favi did, but he was just, he went off top. Favi, yeah, Favi felt like he was off top, but like you know, he's got some hard music, and I. I liked his freestyle more than I liked his cipher. His freestyle was the acapella one, mm. and I liked that one a lot more. Um, and it's funny; it just sounds like he's just rapping to like one of the New York drill beats. It's one of his, <laughs> one of his songs, but it's still it's still heat because you know he's just got that kind of energy. Okay. Um, 
appreciate uh, my dad's about to get out of here. Appreciate it for insurgent yeah, for coming thank on. Great time, insurgent. Great, you guys. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. And then Emily Chopper, he did something different with his cipher. Like you know, I think he just did a little bit more melodic on his on his cipher. Yeah. Um, which I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at it. Nah. I mean, it's a cypher. It's, it's for the double XL. Yeah, exactly. And same with Chica. She was melodic, and I appreciate that, too. She, she that's actually kind of her style. That's the, no, yeah, that's that's her style. Yeah. That's that's her style. I feel like she is on there because Twitter blew her up. No, yeah, Twitter that, did blow like, her up. That one weekend, mm-hmm. she's blew up. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool. That's the, the power of being social media. Right exactly, there. exactly. And Pop Smoke... Uh, he was supposed to be on the list, uh, um, but his untimely death. Rest in peace, Pop, man. He, man. Girl. That was one of my favorite artists coming up, too. Coming up, man. Like, he, was, he was really on the shit. Like, people were asleep on him. But ever since ever since I heard him on uh, the Jack Boys, yeah. like, he just took control of that whole song. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like... Woo! Who's this? Who's <laughs> he song? Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Nah, he All was right. really he was really doing his thing on there. Thanks. And then just like his last couple of projects, you could just see the the elevation. Yeah. He was really putting on. I was excited to see what he was gonna For real. I felt like the uh not his latest his posthumous album, album. But uh, the one before. The one before. Yeah. Was it Meet the Wu too? Yeah. I felt like that that one was hard. It was hard, but of course it would have been harder if he would have been Elisa so he could <laughs> fix fix everything that you know Are you talking about the posthumous one? Uh the one with like yeah. shoot for the stars. Yeah, shoot for the, the stars. Oh no, yeah, that's the one. I that, feel like yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It was done all, all the way. Done, yeah, but which isn't his fault, obviously. But man, those are some hits. But even there. for that, I'm like, dang. Imagine if he was live and he was able to. He got on that one. It was like, you know, I could sing, huh? Yeah. So do you, little baddie. Man. <laughs> man, rest in peace, pop man. For real. Legend. He's gonna be remembered for sure. He, yeah, he is. Definitely. Him and Favier are like two of the leaders of this New York drill movement, and they were gonna have something big. I was ready for Bobby to get out, which is getting out in December. Let's go. It's gonna go crazy. Ooh. Bobby gonna go crazy. <laughs> like, man, if only Six Nine didn't ruin ruin everything, for New real. York would have had a scary scene. Mm-hmm. Would have had a scary scene. Yeah. Um, they've been quiet for. They were quiet for a little bit. But they may come back. A boogie, little TJ, yeah. we still ain't counting you out. And you're like you going you still doing your thing. But a boogie, little TJ, if they had pop, friend Favi, yeah, um, they got Joey. Uh-huh. Can't count out Joey. Flatbush. Can't count Flat, I was about to say can't count no. Flatbush. Can't count the underachievers. Yeah, like dang. They still had the ASAP mob, even though things are going a little, looking a little shaky with them. <laughs> <laughs> now ASAP mob. Speaking of ASAP mob, man, that shit, just that shit with freaking ASAP for getting kicked out was crazy. Um, who's, who's the who's the guy that it was ASAP? ASAP. Um, uh, Dang, I can't. He, I guess he's the one who started it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It, What's his name? I gotta figure out his name. But ASAP, I think ASAP Ant or ASAP Twelve, he cleared it up. Okay. Um, it was just like you know, they was just bugging. So what is ASAP Ferg now? Is he just Ferg? Is he still? No, no, they, they. Oh, he, he's actually ASAP Ills. ASAP Ills. So he's Ills. no longer. And said like his his music's trash and all that stuff. And it really, that honestly just seemed like some hater shit because ASAP Ferg is kind of the really the only one who's been holding it down. Oh um, uh, yeah. Working with uh, some of these younger guys. 
working with IDK. Yeah, he's been did a couple songs with them. Went on tour with with uh, Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. Like ASAP Ferg is kind of like the main one holding it down because ASAP Rocky been MIA for the past couple years. I mean, he put out a project. Testing was cool, really experimental. Yeah, um, doing a lot with Tyler. He's been yeah, he's been doing a lot of experimental shit. Mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky and like just kind of in his fashion stuff, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> but man, like I, I remember showing you that that video. <laughs> Oh, uh, like uh, it said, like this is why ASAP Berg is no longer oh part of ASAP Mob, God. and it's just no, that terrible, man. terrible, terrible, Interview terrible man. video moment. I don't know what ASAP Rocky was thinking, or he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about he's at some club or whatever, and they're in the and hotel fighting. He's like, he's like, we was fighting up in the hotel room, and no homo, we was slipping on semen. <laughs> Niggas was jerking off. Niggas was jerking off in the bathroom. Get him out of there. <laughs> How to get him up out of there Like like This is kind of stuff I don't want to share Nigga don't share it Please don't share that Nobody wants to hear About how you were Slipping on semen In the just, bathroom Yeah just the best part Is just the look On ASAP Ferg's face <laughs> He goes from a smile To a straight to, face huh? Like what What are you talking about What are you <laughs> Clearly he ain't heard The story Right <laughs> uh, Obviously the first time You heard that you're story like, You're like Hey G Like you ain't gotta tell that Right Keep that like, one to yourself My guy Yeah he said This is a part of the story I don't, wanna, I don't like sharing You didn't have to share that Jeez But man It made for a, gr- a hilarious moment it Really did Um Gives you a good insight to what's going on, and with a lot of these niggas, like oh man, the freaking um, the no jumper with Selena Powell, where she's doing the interview for um, uh, Chief Keys Baby Mama. Oh my god, man, that OBJ, you dirty nigga. OBJ, <laughs> we on your ass. <laughs> oh my god, it, shit is looking crazy out here. Uh, like niggas is getting shit on. Getting doo doo done. Doo doo. Doo doo. Not to mention, not to mention, she mentioned six nine, saying that six nine wanted to smash her and she was on her period. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, I don't care about none of that. I'm gonna give you some money. Bruh. Like some of these niggas grimy. Once you get some money, like you can just be into the weirdest stuff. Y'all on some foul shit. Be. I can't. I'm honestly, I'm actually scared to find out that mo- like ninety percent of y'all are <laughs> for real. Like even Selena Powell and like her own girl said that that um, Trey Songs likes to pee on them. Yeah, even Trey Songs out there. Too. Man, we thought Ark. Nah, we thought R. Kelly was the only one out here doing some. <laughs> I mean, R. Kelly, you a real dirty ass nigga. Right. But keep, keep but that like, man. Yeah, lock him up. Throw him under the jail. But, but <laughs> Trey Song's not you too. We can't have all our R. B. Legends peeing on not people right now. Come on. Like, what's up with the pee? What's what's with the urine, guys? <laughs> like, is that like a power thing? Are y'all bored? Like. What is it? What's what's really going on in today's game? Jeez, I, I can't find out in 2020 that any more rappers or celebrities like or athletes are getting defecated on, on, peed on, peeing on them, pooping on them. Like, can we just can we end normally? Like, <laughs> let Bobby get out in peace. Like, we don't have to come out to no crazy <laughs> shit, weird shit. Like, man, come on, things now. ain't been the same since Bobby got locked up. That's facts. That's facts. Since things ain't been the same since we found out 21 was in the UK, it was a British citizen. Or since Harambe died, R.I.P. Yeah, things have been the same since Harambe died. Honestly, <laughs> like man, where is the time gone? Crazy world we live in. We live in a crazy, crazy world, Jeez. man. We got we got Tory at the height of his career, shooting Meg. Um, have you been keeping up with like some of the stories? 
Uh, like the most recent thing I about him saying like I was drunk. Yeah, I, I just seen that he finally came out and admitted that he did shoot her when we didn't really need. We didn't need him to come out, but we did. We did need him to speak to up, clarify and speak up. Yeah, we couldn't. Like we can't just let Meg be the only one speaking up while you sitting here in the silence. Like you gotta say, even though there's no good explanation, you gotta at least tell us like what what was going through your mind that you decided to pull out your pistol and shoot at her. Granted, it was at the foot. I'm sure you're trying to shoot at the floor and you weren't trying to kill her, but nigga, that is crazy. Right. That is crazy. Pulling out a weapon. And you had everything for you. Quarantine Radio, you were popping. You were were on some of the biggest albums, biggest projects. You just squashed, I mean, last couple years ago, you just squashed that beef with Drake, which was really good for your career. Yeah. Like, things were looking on the up and up. You was on the West Poppin' remix. Mm-hmm. Murder that shit Like Was on with uh, Had that song with Kehlani mm-hmm. uh, Yeah But she, she she took the song down Yeah she, they, she Which is a good move down. Like you should Like if If you did any music With this guy You kinda gotta You gotta take a step back From him right now mm-hmm. um, Cause things aren't Looking too hot But um The real question is Do you think He can have a career After this Yeah I Honestly, I think so too. Sad I think, to say, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not condoning any type of violence against any women or in general. Right. But like, he's still gonna have his a career. I'm sure there's still plenty of people out there who haven't heard what he did. It'll be, it'll be big news. I mean, like they slain letting like Chris Brown live over some shit that he did when he was like a kid. Right. And, like that shit was that shit was pretty bad still too. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of hearing their situation, Chris and Rihanna, like just them going, they're having like back and forth abuse to each other. That's just yeah. a terrible relationship to be in in the first place. But like as a man, you got to know that you can't put your hands on women, you can't shoot at women, right? Um, Come can't on, threaten to blow up a woman's spot. Yeah, you really can't do that. Like, um, we we protecting women in 2020. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Right. Protecting women in 2020, especially our black women. Especially our black women, black queens. Especially during times like this, like we can't be fighting each other. You know what's crazy? My dad. I should have told this last year was here, but I'm like, man, these rappers now are actually. Like little baby, for for instance, talking oh, about yeah. you know if she don't if, if she, she don't, don't want to, I won't make her. Yeah, yeah I won't make her. Like That's we actually facts. respecting women out here. Like it's not the same as it used to be, as in the eighties and nineties. You know, well, now, don't get me wrong. There's still there's a couple still, aggressive yeah. bars yeah. towards women, um, but. But we're I mean, there's also aggressive bars towards men. These women yeah. put towards it goes both ways. But there's been a lot more respect towards women. Like we 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 definitely cover that some shit ain't cool. We ain't we ain't with that abuse. We ain't with no rape. We ain't with none of that shit. And all that weird shit. And I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be fucking with Tori for a long time. But he got he got to do something to make this right. Mm-hmm. You know, he got to fix this shit with Meg for sure. Like. When Meg says she passes and she cooled it, then I think, yeah, I'll be past it and I'll be, I'll be cool with it, and like just keep your head down, don't get no, no more bullshit, just make some music. Facts. Make some music. Let's make some music, bro. Make be, some music. Do what you do. Be an artist. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. And also, Scissor drop. Finally, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I'm uh, I'm a fan of Scissor. Scissor. You know, I'm a fan of all TD, but you know, Scissor is that R&B queen that does things. She's gorgeous too. The thing about Scissor is. I always listen to her album so late. Like the no, I listen to 
control right away. Control, Rogan I listened to it late. And I listened to that shit when it first came out. I was playing that. That was actually in my rotation. Um, obviously, she has made music for me, so I gave it a couple listens. But, like, you know, yeah. I'll put her on every now and then. But she can sing. She got some good music. Like, just because she's not talking about maybe what I can relate to doesn't mean that she's not... Yeah. putting out something good and that's what that's what a lot of ladies need to understand is like if a nigga don't want li- WAP is a good song I'm not gonna cap it but bangs it bangs but if a nigga don't want to listen to that song he's not a misogynistic hater she didn't they just did not make that song for men that's and that's a fact it, the song is the not song for is for women it's for you not guys for to play men. it's not it's not necessary for me to play with my homeboy in the car Right. Like we're not we're not gonna be singing the lyrics. Some of those lyrics are way too vulgar and and it's just it's just not something that I'm gonna repeat as if I'm living that life. Right. Like I don't do none of that stuff that they do in WAP. Exactly. Now I do like some good WAP. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'll play it if the, if a female around, but if female around, yeah, of course. yeah, of course, I'm of course, we turn we turn it up. Play some, That's some that she's ass, but, you know, like, of course. we out there, we out here. That's the vibe. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That become the vibe, you know. I play female artists. Young and May, she makes more content that I can relate to. Yeah, I like her. I like. Um, I can actually. I like Chica. I like what yeah. she's talking about. I like No Name. Yeah. I like uh, Rico Nasty. Rico, uh, Rico Nasty. Hard. Like, Especially what? on that Madden song, Time Flies. For real. She go crazy. Rico Nasty really does her thing. Anger management that she did with um, who's that one producer? Yeah, management. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Beats. Okay, I was gonna say Kenny Beats. Kenny she Beats. does a lot of things with Kenny. Yeah, they 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 really do their thing on that project. Her and IDK got a song together. Like yep. Rico Nasty do, does her thing. I, like I said earlier, I like Cuban Doll on that on that Detroit freestyle. This is gonna be a very unpopular opinion. It might be like people might be rolling their graves, but Cuban Doll washed Eminem on that on that track. <laughs> Sorry. You. <laughs> She no, she washed him Don't say that check. Don't say you. She washed up. She M&M? washed that nigga. She washed that man. Yeah, no. She got that. She got him up out of here. Rocky voice, man. Nah, yeah. Cuban Dog did her thing on there. Um, I wasn't a, a fan of Eminem's verse on there. Yeah. Um, a lot, not of, a a lot of stuff of this stuff has just not been hidden. And I, I got this one coworker. This man literally tries to say Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time. I'm sorry to say that that is just. Is he white? Cap. No, it's Lamont. Lamont? Lamont, yeah. That nigga crazy. I was like, he a good rapper, but let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get the carried away. The greatest rapper of all time. Yeah, let's and not. Them. <laughs> Who? Mom's Spaghetti? Mom's Spaghetti? <laughs> like, come on now. Oh, my God. Really? Like, he can rap. He can rap. But... Come on, come on, my man. I lost him. My man said I sodomized like an ass raper. <laughs> All right, wait. What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Time out. That is a bar, though. He saw them eyes. No, yeah. That is a bar. But but ass raper. Come on, guy. You have to say ass raper. Like, <laughs> come. On. Yeah, for real. There's just like stuff like that where I'm like. Man, what are you talking about? Oh, what are we really listening to? Exactly. I feel like I feel like I feel like insurgent right now. <laughs> no, that's Very the stuff where I'm questioning what we're listening to. Facts. But when when Key come on with with his voice talking mm-hmm. about like inside white but outside cranberry, I know exactly what he's talking about. Exactly. 
Man, man. People sleep on Keith. Don't be sleep. Yeah, don't be sleep on Keith. He's one of those up and coming hard artists that you can't sleep on. Polo G is one of those up and coming hard artists that you cannot sleep on. Who else? Ooh. Who else are some new guys that Yo, Drigo and Bino? Oh, they go hard. Detroit some of Detroit's finest right there. Yes. They yes. go hard. You cannot sleep on the, on those guys. Shout out to my boy Nick back in the college. My 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 brother he put me on Drigo and Bino. And I was I was low-key sleep at first. I'm like, man, cut this off. Like what um, do you But then I'm like I started listening to him, I'm like, wait a minute. You 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 be late to the party sometimes. I, I, sometimes. I, I do be late to the party to a lot of things to a lot of artists but I mean that's usually how it is especially with these new artists who are coming up with these crazy sounds and sounds you haven't heard of yeah you gotta you gotta give it a chance man that's exactly what it is you gotta give it a chance gotta give it a chance because you you'll be missing out on some really talented artists facts um yeah um let's see is there anything else that we need to talk oh yeah I wanted to maybe like go over like some of the predictions for for the NFL for this oh, coming okay. week because yeah. you know we got fantasy going on and on a know, light note my fantasy team's about to kick some ass oh my yeah here he goes so you know <laughs> we got the Chiefs the Chiefs won last yesterday which is a which was a scary win because you have Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans and they're expected you know to be one of the top tier teams this year but the Chiefs just destroyed them. Yeah. They, they didn't even give them. They, the only... The Chiefs spanked them. That's yeah. scary. They got... The, the Chargers play them next week. Yeah, great. Woo! Houston scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. But... Go ahead, touchdowns. Yeah, go ahead, touchdowns. Go ahead. We don't We don't care. We're already The up. game is over. The game's already over. Go ahead and get your touchdowns. But, you know, I needed that because I got Watson on my team. So, yeah. <laughs> thank, I, I appreciate the Chiefs for at least looking out on that part. But... Mm-hmm. Man, they are looking scary. Like, yeah. how many weapons can you have on a team? I know they might be going to the Super Bowl again. Oh yeah, they—they're the new Patriots dynasty. But real quick, let's okay, let's go over this. Denver, Tennessee. Who you got? Denver, Tennessee. I'm going with. Tennessee. I want to see Tennessee. Yeah, I—I I think Tennessee for sure. They went to the playoffs last year, and they're—they're they're tough. They beat the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. They got a hard running game. Derrick Henry is a monster. And Ryan Tannehill, even though he, yeah, was, he, he can, isn't doing much on his last team, but he can he can play now. I'll say, hey, he he can he he's can got play. AJ Brown, right? Uh-huh. He got and he he like that guy is is a talent, man. Uh-huh. They're gonna have a good team. That was his rookie season last year, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. And oh, dang. he was he was be, he's like destroying his second half of the season, so they're gonna have a good season. Mm-hmm. Um this is probably gonna be the, the worst game of the week. Uh Pittsburgh versus the uh, the Giants, Seals versus Giants, two pretty trash teams from last year. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say the Steelers are gonna get it. You think the Steelers running away with this one? I think the Steelers are gonna. Run Honestly, away. I'm gonna go with the Giants mm. on this one. Um, I think Danny Danny Dimes is gonna. He's yeah. Gonna kind of find himself a little more, and they got Saquon. That's true. That um, is true. So we'll see what happens there. We got the Rams versus the Cowboys. That'll be a good game. That's gonna be a good one. That's a good matchup. I like that matchup. But I think I see Cowboys taking that one. Really? I see the Rams taking it. Um, I think their defense is going to do have a solid defense. Uh, yeah, I think their defense is going to be able to stop Zeke. And, and they got Mari and Dak. Yeah, yeah, and I, they got some real good DBs um, mm-hmm. going against Amari Cooper, and uh, they got CD Lamb. So I'm excited. I want to see what CD Lamb does. I want to see what he's gonna what he's gonna do. Yeah, if he's gonna be a bust or not. I'm kind of nervous because just 
Like, especially because they got Amari Cooper, you know, two big wide receivers can be tough or it can be just monsters. So we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the Saints and the Bucks. Interesting. Two old ass quarterbacks. Is Drew Brees going to start this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to see Tom Brady play for Tampa. He's got some weapons. I think they're going to take this game, to be honest. Really? I, I think the Saints are going to take it. I think. I just feel like because Breeze has been there for so long and knows the team. Peyton, Sean, Sean Payton there has been there for so long. You got Kamara. You got um, Michael Thomas leading. Yeah, but you got Mike Evans. Yeah. You got, who else is there? He's not even predicted to do that great this this week in fantasy. It's only like 10 points or something like well, that. Yeah, Which is Michael all right. Thomas is going to be a problem. But the, as the, I think the problems for the Saints is their tight end game. I don't think they got a... What? Are you talking about... What? Yeah. Uh, they got... They don't got they have Cooks J- Jared Cook? He's getting... I mean, he's okay. He's got... I mean, he's not fancy beast. I don't know what he's going to do. Mm. I just don't know what he's going to do. Let's see. They. Got, I mean, they got Gronk. I don't know what Gronk's going to do either. I don't... Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, can you really come off of a year of not playing and partying and drinking and then have an amazing season? Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. I mean, there's a couple more games... Two more. Um... The this is gonna be a good one. Obviously, that's all it is. Vikings and Packers. Okay. Nice little. Ooh. It's always a good matchup against them. They don't. The Vikings don't have Stephon Diggs anymore. Diggs anymore. So I'm gonna have to go with Packers. I still want to say Vikings. I'd like Aaron Donald, and Aaron Rodgers, and who else? Aaron Donald. Not Aaron Donald. Aaron. Aaron, are you talking about Aaron Rodgers? No. Aaron Rodgers, and who's their running back? Oh, uh, dang, I cannot think of his name right now. Where's Bryson? <laughs> but <laughs> it's the other Aaron. Yeah. It's another Aaron, and they got Devontae Adams. That's tr- tr- very true. As well. So they got the triple threat. Mm, that's, yeah. that's my only thing with them is it should be a good game. And then the the game that I care about because you know I'm being a Chargers fan, of course. Chargers Bengals, come on now. If Joe Burrow lights up the Chargers, I swear. Man. Oh man, if Joe Burrow does better than Tyrod Taylor, I'm put Herbert in. I'm just gonna be yeah exactly. I'm gonna be like put Herbert in. Give that man a chance. We we got a first round quarterback for a reason. Yeah, because we he's supposed to be our future. And if Tyrod starts stinking it up, I mean that's not fair to be like you give him less than one game and get him out of there. Let's see. We gotta give him like three three games. games. But man, we gotta we gotta win this first one. Mm-hmm. The Bengals they're no they're no light team though. They're they're a solid team. Yeah, they got a solid defense. Um, they got a good running game and some decent decent wide who's their wide receivers. Hmm. Boyd. Yeah, they got Boyd. They have... They got Mixon. They got Mixon's a running, He's a running back. back. He's a running back. I know. Yeah. Um, so, we'll, we'll see what happens. But Chargers, you know, we got a good team. Yeah. Um, if we stay healthy, mm-hmm. like, you know, that could be good. Facts. Um, but I think... I think, I mean, that's probably... A, you got anything else that you wanted to... No, I just think this season's about to be a crazy season. I think it's about to be a really competitive season. Yeah, I just hope I'm, that they don't end it too early. Man. If people get COVID, like, just get them out of there and let's play. <laughs> For real. Let's play. Let's play ball. Just do it like that. Shit. Quarantine, yeah. let's do this right. Exactly. Um, well, yeah, yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's, that's the end of the topic. Uh, appreciate those tuning in who listen. Thank you for listening, man. Uh, it's your boy, Sino. So, Rock... 
Cali Corner. Cali Corner, and we out. And we out. Peace out.